the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. It is great to be here again and speak to this wonderful audience. And uh, let's continue as we uh, spoke last week about the difficult times we live in, right? (laughs) And we should always have biblical values to direct us in all our ways. So that's what we'll be talking about. Uh, however, let's pray first, because we always need prayer. Amen? Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we love you and praise you. And during this season of the elections where biblical values are so important that we know them, that we act on them, Lord, we just pray that you will bless these elections and that your candidates will win, Father, the ones that you have chosen, and that they will be excellent for our city and our state and our country. Father, we just pray in the name of Yeshua that there would be an outpouring of your Spirit on everybody who is voting, and that they would see your values, and uh, they would place their va- your values in their hearts. So, Lord, we bless you, we thank you, and give you all the glory in the name of Yeshua. Amen. So, this is uh, also a great time for our rabbis to visit your church or speak to uh, your Bible study. Uh, We'd love to do that. Uh, We've even done that on Zoom sometimes. (laughs) But um, email me and we'll set it up. You can email me at sweiler at heartofmessiah.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you can email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. That's it. Yes. And um, we'd love to also send you the schedule of reading for the Parshot. So that's the portions for the week, the weekly readings. If you'd like to get that, uh, please call our office. Uh, you can speak to Karen or Jennifer at 813-831-5673. They'll email it out to you. Um, and uh, please check our website, our congregational website, Shoresh, S-H-O-R-E-S-H, david.org, and find out when services are so that you can come and bring friends, especially Jewish friends, but everybody. We just love to have visitors. We love to have kids, especially on Saturday. It's kind of more kids-oriented. So uh, we have a wonderful Shabbat school for our kids during the message and so on. So please 
Uh, come, we'd love to meet with you. And uh, as I said, bring others. So remember from last week, we started by saying it's been my desire to seek to understand before being understood. And I said that, look, the world would be a better place if everybody felt that way. And I'm asking you to do that with this series of messages, knowing that when we talk about voting and politics and people always question, well, does that have anything to do? Uh, You're supposed to be speaking about the gospel and so on. Uh, And I believe that the gospel and, and God's word is the one that directs us to make sure we're doing the voting. Otherwise, only secular people will be voting and they'll just vote for the people who are going to be against us, literally. So can you agree? I mean, the United States is in a crisis and uh, I keep saying that, uh, but it's it seems to be true. So uh, one of the we, we went over a number of things last week and one of the thoughts was that we were we left out uh, left off at is if the government is unchecked, they will be coming after us, religious organizations, people of faith. You don't believe that, huh? <laughs> well, uh, you know, I mentioned last week about it. Just look at covid. Many congregations were not allowed to meet. Some could only have 10% or 25% in attendance. And even though we could get through to people on Facebook Live, um, however, the government officials became restrictive of us and not restrictive of other organizations. And there are so many examples of this. So we go back a little to the consider the little sisters of the poor example. Uh, This group had been fighting to not be forced to pay for abortion causing drugs for their employees. The little sisters of the poor asked the Supreme Court to not have to comply with Obama's abortion mandate. The mandate compelled religious groups to pay for birth control and drugs that may cause abortions. So without relief, the Little Sisters would have, they they would have had to pay millions of dollars in IRS fines. (laughs) But because they would not comply with the government's mandate that they gave Um, to their employees, free access to contraception, sterilization, and abortion-inducing drugs. But the Little Sisters won that court case. It did go all the way to the Supreme Court. But do you understand the culture we're living in? What if there are two or three more progressive judges appointed by the next president and 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 the Senate? So we're voting for senators now, right? Uh, Would the Little Sisters have been forced to pay millions of dollars of fines as a charity organization? Look, the same thing happened to Hobby Lobby stores. The government's trying to force the immorality that they believe in on uh, Hobby Lobby, which is a strong believing uh, company. Look, what happens at the federal level affects the local level. When you choose senators, in a sense, you're also choosing judges. And uh, 
look, let's talk about one of the latest incidents that happened. And this was, this has been crazy because there are a number of these incidents. I'll, I'll only mention one of them because this is the one that horrified me the most. Uh, it's about a fellow by the name of Mark Hauk, lives in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. And here's how the FBI agent described the scene. There may have been 15 to 20 agents at the scene, but denied 25 were there. The agents who came to the door had guns out and at the ready, according to this FBI source, but the guns were never pointed at Hauk or his family and were lowered or holstered as soon as Hauk was taken into custody. Hauk was handcuffed with a belly chain, according to a senior federal law official familiar with the situation. In this process, the suspect's handcuffs are attached to a chain around the belly so the person doesn't have to sit in the car without uh, with handcuffs behind his back. So you got the scene, right? And you figure, who is this guy that the FBI raided this home? Well, let's listen to a family representative of the home and his description, according to Brian Middleton. Early Friday morning, the FBI arrived at the Hawks residence in Bucks County, PA, and began pounding on the door. Despite putting his hands up and willingly cooperating, multiple agents pointed guns in Mark's face as his family, including their seven children, were forced to watch their dad shackled and taken away. Now, here's Hawks' wife. Uh, Ryan Marie described it this way, saying uh, her husband was pleading with agents, please, I'm going to open the door, but please, my children are in the home. I have seven babies in the house, but they just kept pounding and screaming. She added that they had big, huge rifles pointed at Mark and pointed at me and kind of pointed throughout the house. So you say, what did this guy do? Was he a terrorist or what, right? The FBI raid stems from a minor altercation back in October 2021. And now, this, by the way, it just happened, right? Some weeks ago. So with a volunteer at a planned parenthood abortion clinic in Philadelphia, police were called but declined to pursue the case because of a lack of evidence. The volunteer, 72-year-old Bruce Love, is familiar with the Hauk, uh, with Hauk, as the two have crossed paths at Philadelphia abortion clinics many times previously. The indictment against Hauk claims he assaulted Love only because Love was a volunteer at the abortion clinic. According to Hauk's family representative, that's not what happened. Hauk was at the abortion clinic praying and ministering within his legal rights on the sidewalk, not clinic property. When, according to Middleton, it was Love who approached Hauk's 12-year-old son and began unleashing a string of vile comments, cursing the young man. That's when Hauk intervened and eventually pushed Love in order to protect his son, causing Love to fall on the ground. 
Then police were called, but they eventually decided there was a lack of evidence of any assault taking place and declined to pursue the issue any further. Love filed a criminal complaint against Hauk, but failed to show up at any of the court hearings, prompting the judge to dismiss the case. Six days after the case was dismissed, Hauk received a target letter from the DOJ, right? Department of Justice, right? Notifying him he was a subject of a federal grand jury investigation. According to Middleton, Hauk and his attorneys promptly replied to this notice but never heard back from the government until Friday morning when the FBI began pounding on their door. Now, I mean, I know this sounds crazy, but this actually happened. The DOJ seems less eager to punish those responsible for the wave of recent assaults against pro-life pregnancy centers with no FBI arrests being made despite 60-plus attacks on crisis pregnancy centers. CBN's Faithwire has reached out to the FBI for comment, but they have yet to respond. Do you realize that the FBI is now being treated like an arm of the government to go after citizens who don't believe the way the federal government believes? Voting is critical if we want to see a change. Voting is critical if we want to see a change. Interesting. Let me let me tell you about this discrimination case based on sexual orientation. Um, the United States versus Windsor in 2013, um, in Section 3 of the Defensive Marriage Act, which defines for federal law purposes the terms marriage and spouse to apply only to marriages between one man and one woman, is a deprivation of the equal liberty of the person protected by the due process clause of the Fifth Amendment. The federal government must recognize same-sex marriages that have been approved by the states. You know, this wasn't a political issue. The Defense of Marriage Act was passed in 1996 under President Clinton, right? A Democrat, right? The act said marriage was, as I said, between one man and one woman. Just 17 years later, it gets overturned. This is the slippery slope of how quickly change can occur. Are you going to continue to let this happen? You say, well, what can you do? Well, there there are only two things I know of, fighting, which I don't recommend, and secondly, voting. We've got to vote for the right people. In Burgefell versus Hodges in 2015, the 14th Amendment requires a state to license a marriage between two people of the same sex and to recognize a marriage between two people of the same sex when their marriage was lawfully licensed and performed out of state. This means 
that the Supreme Court made a law about marriage, which they're not allowed to do. That's the role of Congress, right? And secondly, they redefined what marriage is. This also went beyond their authority. In the United States, marriage is no longer defined by a man and a woman. Now, our children will grow up with the understanding that marriage is between two people who love each other, and it doesn't matter about their sex. Are you okay with that? Scripture isn't. In Leviticus 18.22, you shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. 1 Corinthians 6.9, or don't you know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't be deceived. The sexually immoral idolaters, adulterers, those who practice homosexuality, ten thieves, I'm sorry, thieves, the greedy, drunkards, slanders, and swindlers, none of these will inherit the kingdom of God. Romans one twenty six. for this reason God gave them up to shameful passions, even their women exchanged natural relations for what is against nature. Likewise, the men abandoned natural relations with women and were burning with passion toward one another, men committing shameful acts with other men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. Now look, I'm not saying that homosexuality is the only sin in the Bible. <laughs> But we are saying that the government is not legally legalizing other sins. I mean, what do you think if the government legalized lying and stealing and other sins? The government has changed our culture from a Judeo-Christian culture to a secular one by legalizing the sin of sexual confusion and lust and homosexuality. We did not get to vote on it but we can vote to make changes to the people. Are you willing? Do you think voting in this election is important? Both on the federal and local level, voting can make a major difference. Many people argue about a person's personality and other things about them and ignore what the person believes and what they're going to carry out when they're elected. A couple other subjects that the courts get involved with, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about passing a law that would not allow pastors to call homosexuality a sin. It would be called a hate crime. Now, you, you just heard I, what I read from Scripture, but yet the government would tell us that homosexuality is not a sin, and it would be hateful for us to say that. Now, you say that's ridiculous, but it's already started happening in the craziest of places. In 2013, 10 years ago, right, almost 10 years, an American evangelist said he was arrested and interrogated about his Christian faith after he was caught on a London sidewalk preaching that homosexuality is a sin. And we see how governments interfered with our schools in, the, in 1962, back then, the Supreme Court declared schools-sponsored prayers unconstitutional. Do you think our schools are better now because we've taken prayer out of the schools? Do you think our kids are better off? 
And, you know, things just move so quickly. Uh, The Boy Scouts won a case in 2000, which allowed them to not have homosexuals as part of the membership of being a Boy Scout as, as, as the Scouts or the leaders. Even after winning their case in in the year 2000, just 15 years later, the Boy Scouts lifted the ban on homosexuals from joining, and that led to scout leaders allowed to be homosexuals too. So in 15 years, it just totally changed. We must vote for judges who will support the originalist understanding that seek to interpret the Constitution and not make new laws. Because then we don't have separation, uh, we don't have checks and balances if they're going to be making laws. Is there any reason, since I'm a representative of God, that I shouldn't try to elect the candidate who says they will pick judges who will not continue this change our to try and change our culture in this downward slide god has put us under the authority of our governmental leaders however who those leaders are depends on us you can say that you won't vote for someone because of their personality or character you can say you don't like them i've said that However, if you want the culture of our country to return to a country of laws that are respected, where people of faith are reject are respected and, and that we will not have further erosion of our biblical values, you must vote for the people who are going to make this possible. James 2.26 says, For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so also faith without works is dead. First Peter 1.15, just like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves also in everything you do. For it is written, Holy Ones, you shall be holy, for I am holy. I think I've been pretty strong in this area, but I pray that I've not been rude or dismissive or condescending. When people disagree with me or any of us, Especially in this hot area of politics, we have to keep in mind Galatians 6, 1 and 2. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught doing something wrong, you who are directed by the Spirit, the Ruach, restore such a person in a spirit of gentleness. Looking closely at yourself, so you are not tempted also. Bear one another's burdens, and in this way you fulfill the Torah. Of Messiah, One of the most difficult things that you and I are called to do by God is to show love to people who we strongly disagree with. Yet, that is what God requires. Whether it is this subject or anything else, we must have our antennas always working. I was speaking with a nurse the other day, and I was being somewhat aggressive with trying to get the answers and I noticed that her voice got a bit strident. I immediately backed down and took our conversation to a better level as we both were trying to be helpful. That's what I mean by having your antenna working. What does it look like as we seek to share God's love with those who disagree politically, those who see being gay as a lifestyle, not a sin? 
We must show our love. This is the end of our, our today's uh, teaching. So next week we'll continue this teaching. I pray that this radio program ministers to you. Consider a, a monthly pledge or a one-time gift. Call our office, 813-831-5673. Join with me and pray. Father, we thank you and praise you for each and every one who's heard this message. I pray that it will go to their heart and they will decide to really vote your ways, Lord, your direction, whether whether it feels right or not, as long as they're obeying you, that is what we're asking for. And so, Lord, we pray for each person who hears this. And we pray as we pray every week that our listeners' first priority would be to grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. And we pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.